Hey everyone, this is Alex coming to you from my studio in the heart of Louisville's South Central Library, and this is Imagining Other People. Other People, a podcast where we explore what everyday life is like all around the world through listener submissions and recordings. It's basically a strangers reading the diaries of strangers type thing. And yeah, I'm your host, Alex Serpentini, and I want to know what you did today. (laughs) So, hey y'all, it's the end of November 2017, and I've got something really special for you today. This past month, I've been the artist-in-residence at the amazing and gorgeous and stunning and just incredible brand new South Central Library in Louisville, Kentucky. It's part of their Collider program, Um, but like for real, you guys, you've got to see this place. If you can't check it out in person, there's some amazing images on our Instagram page and on our website, but... Yeah, I know we try to focus on life all over the world here on this podcast, but after how well the last episode went, I wanted to try and turn the tables a little bit and do something special again. So I applied and set out to find out what life is like in my own community and share that with the rest of the world. So yeah, I got this residency and during it, I set up a recording studio right in the heart of the library itself and I opened it up to everyone. Anyone could come in and chat with me, write something about their day, or record themselves reading the words of another library patron. I just, I loved this idea of creating like a mini archive of community life within this larger archive of books and information and history and everything. And and an even more kind of wonderful happenstance was that um, a lot of the library staff themselves got to read the words of their own patrons. And that just makes me so happy, you guys. I honestly had no idea how this project was going to go, if anyone was going to stop by or what. Like, mostly what I do is digital, so I wanted to make the studio space kind of inviting. Like, it's all encased in glass so anyone can see in what I'm doing, so I literally brought over, like, half of my own houseplants, decorations, a rug, stuffed animals, blankets, and a lamp, and just, like, set up a space to listen to what other people had to say that was really cozy and inviting and, like, kind of looks like a little cozy coffee shop, I guess. But yeah, I was really blown away by the response. I love libraries because they're like the last great equalizer if you think about it. There's no barrier to entry so anyone can come in. And I got to meet so many people that I would have never had the opportunity to meet before. I learned a lot about the history of Ghana, about trying to learn science as a young girl in a segregated school. I got to learn about the lives of some of the security guards, about working on a farm, about poetry from Cuba, Sailor Moon and Minecraft, and just so much more. Uh, There ended up being way more submissions than I hoped for, so I might have to split this into another episode as well, but I'm I'm just really happy, honestly. Like I said, this is a special episode, but it'll still follow the same format as the others. It's still a batch of anonymously written submissions that are read aloud karaoke style by completely different strangers. 
And that being said, I still am in great need of readers for the upcoming episodes. So, of course, I'll always love more written submissions too. But if you want to get involved in any way, you can just go to imaginingotherpeople.com for lots more information, frequently asked questions, directions, and all that other good stuff. But, all right, that's that's totally enough for me. Let's learn together about what some people are experiencing in Louisville, Kentucky. Hey, my name is Felix, and today I am doing a reading by Sweet Nightmare. I am at a standstill in my life. I am between jobs. I am a student. I am just trying to find my way in a beautifully cruel world. I have a dream of opening an organic and natural farm. I want to have programs where young adults and children can come to and plant, cook, and mainly to survive if anything happens. When I was younger, I saw some pretty horrible things, and I know a lot of kids in this neighborhood still do. So I want them to have a place that they can run to when they're in trouble. I want to give them hope. I want to give them something I never had, a safe place, a place that is filled with animals and plants. I want to make a place where you don't have to pretend and your imperfections are just as beautiful as perfection is considered to be. That is why I'm going to school. That is why I'm working. I don't get to have a social life and I'm okay with that. My life will be better soon enough. This is Professor X, and today I'll be reading a submission by Janice. Today I got back into the swing of things. I woke up late, grabbed an apple, raced to work, raced home to change, and raced to a restaurant for a brunch date, if that's what people call it anymore. Again, I've met up with a stranger in a public place, hoping for a little happy in my recent blurred life. I'm back into taking chances just for the sake of being a living, li- being alive and living to the fullest. Later, I'll revisit my love of theater, catch up with some old friends, and return to my mother's empty home. I hope she had a good day today. My name is Kenham, and I will be reading something from Trouble. I had a bad dream about my brother who was autistic. My family was trying to punish him for something he didn't understand. I woke up crying and immediately put a reminder in my phone to text him at noon and tell him I love him. I only see him twice a year, but he's an adult now, and so am I, and we're both trying to make our own life. I'm on the spectrum too, but in different ways. I miss him. Hello, this is new to Star Trek, and I am reading Mara Wren half-human, half-Vulcan Starfleet specialist in planetary histories and cultures. Their submission reads, Today is a wonderful example of the gift of serendipity. Now that I am old and work two part-time jobs, no two days are the same. On Tuesday, I key data, files, and do other clerical work in the office of a manufacturing company. Normally, Tuesday is a seven-hour slog, but today I finished all my work by 12.30 p.m. and came to the library. I saw that my requested DVD was being held and decided to come get it. This new library is gorgeous, especially on a November day like this, where the sun still makes fire glow of the leaves and the generous windows let everything in. Of course, any library is wonderful. I have scarcely stopped reading since I learned, and being around all these fascinating books is a pleasure. I have managed some self-discipline today. So far, I'm taking out only one book, The Private Lives of the Tudors by Tracy Borman, 
instead of three or four. Of course, at home, there are still more books, some ready to be returned, some not. I saw the notices about this month's artists in residence and the project sounded exciting. And I'm so glad I came upon a sign inviting one to drop into the studio in the back. Found it too. I would love to be an artist in residence sometime, somewhere. I would love to tell stories or lead sing-alongs. When I went through testing some years ago at a career center, I was surprised at how wide and deep the artistic stretch in me is. When I was a kid, artist meant somebody could draw. Later on, it meant somebody who could write things good enough to be published or good musicians. I was never any of these. But now I know that my main art is worship, specifically put the Second Vatican Roman Catholic Liturgy. And I have played music and led music and taught music for worship. And if I were a more talented and skilled musician, I probably would have disdained this way to be of being as a musician. Worse, I probably would have never understood how the music and the ritual move in and out of and around each other and speak to aspects of ourselves that reason discourse can never teach. I am very pleased of this most golden, serendipitous November day. Grace, peace, and comfort to all who share this. Hi, everyone. This is Anne, and I'll be reading the following from Casey Jones. I was overworked, hurt myself over and over, and then the only one not invited to breakfast with my coworkers. I get home and realize my tablet is gone. It devastated me when I biked back to work to find it was stolen. All my pictures of family and friends, gone. A bad end to a bad day. I called my friend, sad, and he came and got me. We went to the Peddler's Mall, where I found a tractor seat for $10. Good find. I was so happy spending time with my friend, I forgot about my tablet. I don't need things to be happy, just people who care about me enough to be there when I need them. Hello, I am Christina Alexander, and I will be reading a submission from Isabella Swan. These past few days, I've been feeling a bit blue, almost as if nobody cares. But today I woke up with a different attitude, a positive one. I want to see others around me shine and be happy. Because it turns out when you put off negative vibes, mostly everyone around you will too. Today I want to smile and wave or say hi to the right person and make their day like someone else made mine this morning. She showed me and asked me if I wanted to hang out, and I was going to sit in and be depressed and play video games. So today, be someone's good morning and someone's good, someone's inspiration. Make someone feel better and have a better day. Sending out positive vibes to everyone all over the world. Haka Matina. I don't know how to say that. Hakuna Matata. Hakuna Matata? Yeah, from The Lion King. I never watched The Lion King. That's okay. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Admiral Corny Wallace III reporting in. And today, I will be reading a submission by someone who would like to go by the name of Scarlett. I didn't have class today. I'm a college student. I'm off today through Friday for Thanksgiving. I slept in today. I feel kind of terrible because but honestly, eh, oh well. Don't change your sleep schedule, kids. It'll ruin your whole day. It's cold today. I suppose that's to be expected for the end of November. 
my favorite jeans are in the wash, and all my other pairs are really cold. So I decided to wear tights. They're warm enough, but the cold wind stings. The thing I hate most about wearing tights is the perceptions they bring with them. I'm small, only five foot two inches, and feminine. My gender gets assumed enough without me appearing feminine. The worst part is, I like tights and dresses and looking pretty, but I know I can't go out without strangers seeing me as a girl. Hi there, this is Anita Reason, and I am um, going to read a submission by Ginger Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Um, I'm going to read what's going on with her today, or them today. I'm working here remotely today. It's beautiful here, and I've been waiting to visit, but I haven't had a chance until today. My mind is halfway into the work and halfway into social media. My friends, emails from my yoga friends, my true calling, launching my own awesome business. Ah, so much. Desiring freedom, freedom to be me, and make money while doing it. I volunteered this morning, mentoring. It was inspirational. We did, we did a series of exercises with our mentees on strengths and weaknesses. I know my strengths, but I have always felt those creative things just aren't what adults do to get paid for. That mindset is changing. I'm lucky to have people I've interacted with today in my life, and I'm lucky to be here and be able to work in this beautiful open space in the sunshine. Hello, my name is Key and I'm going to be reading for Francis Gable. I'm going back home to see my family for Thanksgiving. I haven't seen them since moving here. It'd be nice to eat turkey and watch anime with my brother. This is Alloy, and I'm gonna be reading a piece by Willow Scott. I keep thinking about a friend I've had for 10 years and been in love with for five. I got to see her for the first time in a while the other day. We went out to breakfast to celebrate her birthday and when she got off work later that day, she spent the night. Every time I see her, it's really awkward at first because I'm trying not to mention my monster of a crush on her. But every time the day ends in tears of laughter and my cheeks hurting from smiling too much. She's seeing someone else, so I know it won't work, but I still feel strongly about her. I know she loves me even as a friend, and I'm happy with that. She still makes me happy. My name is Phil Clora, and today I'm gonna to be reading um, a daily testimony from a Mr. Ben Dover. This morning, I listened to ex-ambassadors while I scrolled through memes on the bus. It's pretty dark and gloomy, and it's about the equivalent of a trash truck. Today was okay. I got some work done, shared memes with friends. After the seven hours of continuous work and mentally unstable friends, I went home and I watched my favorite show on Netflix. About an hour later, Mother came and took us to the magical land of McAllister's, where we ate the most tasteful and luxurious food. After a good dinner full of talk and spilled drinks, she dropped me off at the library I'm sitting in now. I have to take care of my brothers, come to think of it, and she's probably abandoned us. Anyway, I have to go find those two smaller demons, because I don't know where they are now. Hello, my name is Zachary. I'm reading something written by Anita Reason. Today is a reprieve from the hustle of anxiety and juggling of life. Being here in this space has allowed my mind to rest. Being here among friends has allowed my brain to fire with inspiration. 
Today is one of the many days where I have been able to slowly let go. A slight cutting of the small cord is a small death every day, but a necessary step. It's a small chain of reactions that is building into a pathway that has traveled already and been traveled and worn. Looking forward to the future. It's CJ reading Tourmaline. Today I'm thinking a lot about my future. I am an artist anymore or am I more of a craftsman? Do I want to make a personal work or do I want to engage with those around me? Am I more of a business person with a system that works? If that is true, is that okay with me? I don't have any answers to those questions yet, but they have been on my mind. Uh, I'm Valmont, and today I'm going to read something by Jing. Exploring libraries today. This is the third out-of-the-box new thing I've done this week. Life is what you make it. Hi, my name is Pri Pri Seabrook, and I'll be reading a submission from Ocean Blue. So I woke up exhausted from a going-away party last night and ran into an old friend from childhood. It was really strange because she lost her job again and seemed so sad even though she was smiling. It broke my heart and I just wanted to take her in and help out and show her all the free resources at the library, the reason I'm here, like free coding programs to help her get sustainable income. I know this person has self-destructive habits, so it might be in vain, but I still want to try. I have a habit of trying to help too many people who don't want to be helped and getting, it, getting taken advantage of. I can't even find a job myself right now. Why do I keep trying to give what I don't have? Hi everyone, this is Luca Della, and today I'll be reading a submission from Carly. I currently find myself sitting at my new dining table. A space heater is pointed directly at my face, set to 65 degrees. I pause every few minutes to rub my hands together in front of it as if it was a fire. I've turned off all lights but one, and I'm charging my phone's battery from my computer's battery. I've calculated the wattage, and I think I'll be safe to run this space heater all night, but I'm really not sure. Does it have an automatic shutoff? Will it turn off while I'm sleeping, and will I wake up terribly cold? Does a the thermostat work without the propane on? I wish I knew the answer to that question, but I'm not willing to risk it via trial and error. I just ate a portion of chili a friend made me. She put the chili in a plastic deli meat container. I threw it back in the refrigerator because I have no water to wash it with. I hope the spoon was clean. This morning, I very slowly rose to start the day. When I made it to the bathroom, I saw I was doused in glitter. I went to a costume party the night before and I danced the night away, but I forgot to wash my face. There's smeared mascara and eyeliner too. It's quite a sight. I remember the start and end well, but in trying to remember the events of today, I find it's all a blur. Four people made me meals, and I ate every one of them. First, I had scrambled eggs and bacon. Then I rushed off to transfer my belongings from one car to another. Then I rushed to my van and trailer and packed them full. Friends were texting me to see if they could drop in to say goodbye. I wanted to be on the road by 1 p.m., but I saw that deadline fading quickly. I went to my empty house and found the fence door had been broken in the windstorm. The first sale sign stared me in the face, but I walked right past it and went inside. What was I here for? 
Oh, yes. I grabbed all of my clothes from the drawers and stuffed them in a garbage bag. What else? I forgot something important and went back for it. I emptied out the garage, the telescope, the boxes, the bag of goodies that never made it to friends. I dropped some of the items off with a friend and the rest to Goodwill. I made it back to the studio just in time for second breakfast. Sunny side up eggs, super buttered toast, more bacon. My ex and I took time to thank each other for these past years. We love each other so deeply that we have to let each other go. But it's not the end. It's just the beginning of a new kind of relationship. It's so hard. I reschedule drop-ins with a friend, but she eventually comes and brings the chili and tours my new trailer home. Another friend is in crisis mode, desperate for support. I don't have the capacity, but I wish I could offer words of wisdom. I try, but I get cut off by another drop-in. I'm grateful for these drop-ins. I didn't make enough time to say proper goodbyes. I start to think about those I won't see again for who knows how long. I cry. I spend the day crying off and on. Why am I leaving all this behind? I finally grew roots, finally found a supportive group of friends. Recently, a friend explained that perhaps I needed these supportive friends in order to embark on this journey. I hope I have been the same kind of supportive back. I aim to be, going forward. Where am I going? I haven't even mapped out the route. I decided to take the easy-slash-known route because my mom insists there are more gas stations, just in case I break down on the way. I ended up staying in Louisville, Kentucky until almost 6 p.m. My ex helps me navigate backing out and turning around in the parking lot. Once I'm set to leave, I get out of the car and squeeze him one last time. We cry as we sway. It's funny how you know when someone's ready to let go. We do. And I take off. I go the wrong way at first, but I correct the course. This whole day is an analogy for my entire life. The drive was far less scary than I thought. I'm beginning to get the hang of driving this rig. I think about how dangerous it is to think of it as an extension of me, but it makes sense as I drive it. I'm cold in the Tennessee foothills, but my space heater is doing its best. I'm exhausted, so I'll try to sleep under all the covers and wake up to start a very new day and continue the journey to Florida. Thanks for listening to Imagining Other People. Again, I'm Alex Serpentini, and I'd love to hear from you. Check us out at imaginingotherpeople.com to learn more about this project and how to get involved. This podcast is an offshoot of the Imagining 50 Other People project, of which you can also learn more about at 50otherpeople.com. The music was done by the incredibly talented B. Barber of Psychic Skin. Thanks, and take care.